Warning, the podcast you're about to hear is going to contain a discussion of the game Persona 5, uh, which deals with some adult topics and themes um, regarding uh, sex and violence and acts of sexual violence uh, in the case of uh, teachers' interactions with students. So just as a warning, uh, be prepared. Welcome back to Small Constellation. This is your host, as always, Peaches Brittany. Um, gang's all here. Hey, guys. What's up? Howdy. Hello. Get out of my house. <laughs> and this is the podcast where we talk about video games sometimes. Um, hey, speaking of video games, um, I just put 130 plus hours into Persona 5. Um, just today? And... What? Yes, today. <laughs> just just today. Um, and so I decided to finally f- finish our uh, whatever we called this game where we pick a game for each other, a game exchange thing. Um, when did we actually start this? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Long ago. Um, in a galaxy I mean, far, was, far away. <laughs> I think it was probably in season one, to be honest. Yep, sounds about right. Um, and I, I, I said I agreed to it. I had no idea that this game was going to take so freaking long. Um, I warned you. <laughs> well, you said it was going to take a long time, but I didn't think it was going to take, you know, three times longer than the average RPG. Uh huh. So, question for <laughs> so you, Brandon. Sure. Um, if I were to say I had played 130 hours of a game. I would know that probably 30 of those hours is me watching TikTok while I'm in the menu of the game. <laughs> is that a similar situation for you? Probably not 30 hours, but there's probably it's, I mean I mean I'd say 15 or 20 maybe. Um just a- out of out of all of, you know, maybe maybe less than that even. Um I would say 15 hours probably at least of me looking at my phone. Because, you know, I got a text or a notification, I pick it up and go, oh, look at the rest of the world and, you know, keep looking at it. Um, but, yeah, or, or you know, you run to the bathroom and you don't turn it off. You know, those sort of, yeah, life happens. But um, I think I think probably 115, 120 hours would be a fairly accurate representation of how much time, act- active time I put in this game. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I guess just oh. for everybody's reference, I'll probably be chiming in here about this game as well. Um, and I, bearing in mind that uh, I'll be discussing something that, like I, I told you earlier, I figured out it's been about eight years since I played this <laughs> game. So uh, I played it on launch day uh, when it came out. Um, so, yep, that's what we're going back to. <laughs> um, Nick has also played this game, um, so he'll be able to chime in as well. Yeah, has um, it really been eight years though? Like, I swear it was like 2019 so. that this came out. Uh, nope. September 15th, 2016 was the original release of Persona wow. 5. Wow. Jeez. And this is the original one. It's not Royal. So, yes, correct. Um, if you've played Royal, 
and uh, I will not be talking about that. Um, there are a few differences. Um, I don't know how big the story differs. I know there are a couple different p- characters you can play as um, or follow. Um, um, a couple different characters you can, um, you know, make deals with. But anyways, let's just jump into it. Let's just jump into this. So, um, you know, as as Tyler has already mentioned, this is kind of a content warning. Um the game literally starts like the storyline literally starts as you, you know, you get to name your character. You don't actually have a name other than what you give it. Um, right. He's one of the, the quote unquote protagonist style yeah. characters where that's. Just yeah. What um, he's walking home um, and sees in like a dark alley that a old bald man is, basically um, physically assaulting a young woman and he's obviously drunk and um, he goes and pushes this man over and, you know, pushes him away from her. He, he saves this woman from being physically assaulted or sexually assaulted. And so he falls to the ground, hits his head on the ground and then decides that because you're a teenager, you're in high school um, he is going to sue you for um, physical violence um, or, you know, for assault. And so you get suspended from school because of this assault and you have to, you get moved to, you essentially, you're living in the attic of a cafe and of the guy right. that's basically watching you, um, his name's Sojiro, and it doesn't get any better than that. Um, <laughs> like in in terms of like all the bad people in this game. Um, so if you have any you know problems with 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 you know that kind of thing, um, you might sit this episode out. Yeah. Or at least move forward in time to see if we're still talking about the game. Yeah, I mean, to put it in context, for somebody who's never even heard of a Persona game, um, like I was aware of this going into it and kind of knew what the series was all about. But essentially, it's like it has very traditional kind of like anime or manga style visuals. Um, but it, it tends and it tends to pair that with a cast of characters who tend to be around. I mean, at least in this particular iteration, for sure, you know, they're a little bit younger. They're in high school. Um, but the storylines themselves do tend to deal with very realistic and darker aspects of society. So it's kind of like I was prepared for that type of storytelling going in. And that was very much the case with Persona 5. Um and yeah, like you said, I mean, the, the game starts with your character um, witnessing an assault, uh, doing his best to stop it, and then basically no good deed goes unpunished, and unfortunately the person that he was stopping that assault was a very influential member um, of this uh, of the city, and so yeah, he was, he, a he was politician. wealthy, yeah. yeah, a wealthy and influential politician who basically is able to kind of throw his weight around and... Uh, basically, yeah, what begins as a good deed ends up with, yep, suspension, and, you know, this this main character's life is kind of turned upside down, and like you said, he ends up living with 
uh, I believe it's a family friend. I think it's. Like, yeah, they relative. didn't really Actually, explain any of that much. They don't really talk about the main yeah. character's home life at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the game. But yeah, you know, I mean, to to yeah to to uh, get the you know the the basics out of the way. Um, you know, we already we've already talked about the the, the style of animation, but. Um, the story it, it's a very story based game you don't do as you know it's not a whole lot of actually running around and doing things as much as it is uh, a little i mean it's about reading um and interacting with other characters and growing some of your stats some of you know you have like five stats um in the game that are non-combat related that help you progress the through the story um but Basically, you one night you go to bed and you wake up. Uh, I guess you know you think you're, you're kind of dreaming. You're not really sure what this dream world is, but you wake up in a jail cell, and there's this guy that's and it's like in a circular room. They call it the Velvet Room, and there's this guy sitting in the center of the Velvet Room on in a desk, and his name is Igor, or Igor. I don't remember exactly how they pronounced it, but. Um, basically, you know, this is where most of the, the story kind of is like, okay, this is interesting. Basically he, he, he's putting you through a trial, um, for this thing that we're not really sure what it means, but he's, we're being rehabilitated by this guy. And, you know, we gain this power to, um, use a persona, uh, we put on a mask and there's like, you know, your, I don't know, your, your inner, you know, your inner feel, you know, feelings will come out and you, and they manifest into a, what's called a persona and those personas will fight for you or with you. You can control them. Um, your main character has the ability to command multiple um, personas and capture multiple personas. Um, but the players that you travel with only have the ability to use one. Um, and, uh, the way that you interact with these characters is once you finally, once you've gotten a little close enough with them, you form a contract or a deal with these guys, kind of like making deals with devil, you know, with a devil kind of aspect. Um, and as you interact with these characters more, um, you are able to level up those friendships or, you know, and, and increase those deals at level 10 is the max that their persona will kind of evolve into kind of a more um, powerful persona. Um, you can do other things with like fusion of personas that you've caught. And based on the classification of that persona, um, if you've made a deal with someone and they have, you know, uh, if you're te- at max level with someone and, you know, they have a specific, specific classification of their persona, you'll get experience, extra experience when you, when you fuse a persona into a new one. So that's kind of how that works. Um, there are certain things that <laughs> I got a girlfriend on accident, much the way that I um, started dating my wife. Um, <laughs> so I, okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll get into all that in a second. I think I'm getting ahead of myself if I go straight there, but um, no. So, so basically you have, calendar and you have a, you know a calendar day um and you only have you know they split the the day into like you know 
um, obviously into you know morning, afternoon, evening, and night. And some actions that you do will take all day. Some of them, you know, you have to wait until it's the weekend um, because you know you're in high school, so you actually go to school. Um, usually, you skip through the whole day of school, but sometimes there's important things that go on at school that you play through. Um, but you know, you want to go, um, hang out with, you know, your best friend Ryuji and train. Cause he's a track, you know, he's a, he's a former track athlete. Uh, that'll take until evening, you know, from after, after school until evening and then, or, you know, it'll take your, your afternoon and then you have something you can go do it in the evening. You can go work or, you know, you can go to the batting cages or, I mean, there are, you know, other things you can do, but those actions will take that whole chunk of time. It's not just like running around and being able to kind of free roam. And then when you're bored, you just sleep and then you go to the, on to the next day or something. This isn't real time. Like, no, it's not real time. Some no. of those mobile games are like, Oh, set your character to do this for 12 Thankfully. hours and come back literally <laughs> in 12 hours. Right? No, it's, um, you hang out with him for five minutes. You answer a couple of questions. And if you answer them, right, you get your friendship with that person will increase faster um if you've gone around and bought gifts you can gift things to people and um you can um uh you know increase your levels with them more uh, but you'll spend five minutes with them in a, in a small little short cut scene and then um you just go home and all of a sudden it's it's evening you know so it, it kind of you know fast travels if you will to back to your home and you know you can just so it's it's very you have to be very careful what you want to do. Um, I ended up running out of time, not being able to do everything that I wanted to do because I think that I wasn't being I wasn't um, being proficient or efficient, I guess, with my time. Um, and uh, there are several women, uh, several girls that you um, uh, that, that are on your team. And um so, um, you can, you can, um, you know, befriend them, become better friends with them. You can go on, um, you know, you can have story missions with that, with those characters. And, uh, I was, I was trying to be, um, as friendly as possible, right? Cause you know, you, you see that as you move on, you, um, you know, as, as you, as you progress, you kind of understand a little bit more about each character and what you think that that character would want you to say to them. Um, and, uh, so I was with on Takamaki, which is, um, probably the first person that you actually save. We'll get into that in a second. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I was like level six with friendship with her or something, you know? And, um, I started kind of picking up on the fact that maybe there was something there, right? Maybe she was kind of, you know, into me a little bit. And some of the some of the um, the responses that I could choose from. So they give you three or four responses for you know a lot of times, and you can start picking these responses. Um, and so a lot of these responses are um, becoming slightly, slowly, a little bit more and more suggestive in the way that maybe you're trying to create something there as well. And so I was just trying to like, okay, this is this is working. I'm getting better friendship with this person. And then all of a sudden, boom, it said, on is now your girlfriend. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so uh i was i was like oh okay okay i mean she's hot that's 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 fine um and she's really you know she's nice and she's you know she's a good character you know but um i didn't know you know any of the other characters that i was going to join with at some at any point and there are other characters that you can form these bonds with um there's a uh a doctor um you know and you know there are all there are other high schoolers right other high school kids there's a doctor there's a journalist um there might even be i think you can there's your teacher your teacher (laughs) yeah your teacher um, which is really kind of creepy once we get into, if we get into that. And then I think your lawyer, I think you can fall for your lawyer too. Um, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure on that one. Um, yeah, I'm not sure on that one either. And I was curious. I, I, I had to look this up because I didn't want to screw the game, screw myself in the game. Um, you can basically join, you, you can basically make all of them your girlfriend. Um, yeah, at the I same think, time. I think there's. Uh, you just have to make sure you do it like after Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they they if, uh, if you do you have before to choose, Valentine's Day, uh, they get mad. But if it's yeah, after they, Valentine's they you, Day, then you can be in a relationship with all of them simultaneously. Um, they make they make you choose who you actually want to spend time with on Valentine's Day, and then uh, apparently a Japanese culture on Valentine's Day. They the the women give men cho- that they like chocolate. I don't know that at least that's the what they say in the game. I don't know if that's an actual you know Japanese culture thing or not. I would guess probably, um, but I, I I haven't bothered to look it up. But um, so everyone else that you did not choose shows up the next day saying, "Hey, you ignored my text messages. <laughs> I came to give you chocolate." <laughs> and there's you're surrounded by like you know five or six or however many girls that you had entered relationships with. <laughs> Oops. Um. So yeah, okay. So a little bit more about the gameplay. Um, you have these you have these things called palaces. Um. So what happens is you're going through this game and um, the first person you meet is, is, you know, essentially your best friend, Ryuji. And he had at one point been on the track team. And I'm trying to remember exactly what his story was, but there was an incident in which he ended up like breaking an ankle or a leg or something. I think his story is that he was just too stupid. But... But there was something, something with with one of his. I mean, that would teachers. be on brand for Ryuji, but <laughs> but yeah, I do well, feel like there was some. He there's... had he had a problem with one of, with the coach, um, and um, basically this coach was out to get him, and somehow this coach was involved in him getting injured, and then the the team went downhill from there. And the whole team ended up blaming him for, uh, you know, Ryuji for um, their downfall as a team. Um, Ryuji gets kicked off the team. You know, he never makes a comeback after his injury heals. And, um, you know, basically everybody hates him. So, or all the jocks hate him, basically. So, like, he turns out to be kind of this, this sort of rebel, right? Like, 
he just hates authority figures in general. Um, and you end up meeting up, you know, you know, uh, you're essentially a criminal and all the students know this. somehow they just all know that you're like a criminal. And, um, so the two of you meet up because you kind of have, you know, you're kind of, you're both, um, you know, uh, misfits basically. Um, and so the first bad guy that you come on, come in contact with is this coach. Um, his name is Kamoshida. And, um, basically what he's doing is he, uh, abuses, you know, the volleyball team. And I mean, he's like the coach for all, like all the sports or whatever, for the only sports that they talk about in the game. And I think it's track and soccer and volleyball are the only ones that I remember hearing about. Um, but he's like the, the, the coach and he, um, Basically, you know, he abuses, physically abuses these players. Um, and in the case of, in An's case, he uses her friendship with a girl on the, the, the volleyball team. He says that if An doesn't sleep with him, then he's going to cut, you know, her friend from the team. And... Um, that's kind of how you get into On's inner circle. Um, well, basically, the, what the, there's this thing that um, they're called palaces, and so there's this metaverse, right? And so you sort of project yourself into this other world, and these palaces are these people who have extremely distorted desires. Um, and basically you kind of get inside their head basically. And, you know, this is their, their palace where they feel like they're, they're, they're the rulers, you know? So in Kamashida's case, he, his palace was at the school. And so you're running around fighting these creatures of, you know, fighting these bad guys, trying to get all the way to, um, find this treasure. Once you steal the treasure, um, they have what's a, what's called a change of heart. And so, um, you know, uh, Kamoshida then, um, you know, after he, after his treasure is stolen, um, Kamoshida has this change of heart and he goes to a staff, uh, meeting or, you know, he, he, he goes to a, um, it was an assembly, like all school assembly gets up on stage and then confesses to all of his crimes, you know, um, this girl that he had, um, so An's friend, the person, the, the girl that was on the volleyball team, she attempted suicide to get out of the situation that she was in. You know, so it was, it was, you know, a very real, very ugly scenario, um, in which a lot of adults and many adults knew about it, but they were just kind of like, well, we get results. These kids are going to college and they're getting you know, they're becoming professional athletes and they're getting good grades. And like, so whatever he's doing, it's working. And so they're just kind of, you know, batting this blind eye, you know, to, to all of this, whatever they do know is going on. Um, I thought video games were supposed to be an escape from the real world. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of, it's kind of a thing where you, you get to see all of the corruption and anger and you actually get to do something about it. 
Right. Um, like, that's yeah. that's one of the things I that's was going to point yeah. out is like that's that's a central theme I believe in many of the other Persona games as well. Is it's kind of like here's reality mm-hmm. as they see it and experience it and all of its you know darkness at times. Like I'm sure there are real high school students have you know that face these kinds of issues and struggles and like and then it overlays that with this sort of these super supernatural elements that we've hinted at where you have personas which are kind of like representations of um you know a person's will and desire for change and positivity or negative emotions in the world and then yeah you go into these they call them like mind palaces, which are essentially, like you said, it's kind of this, again, another supernatural element to where it's like a, an alternate reality or a metaverse, as you put it, where, you know, they're basically, it's, it's a ragtag group of, you know, people trying to be a positive force in the world, get banding together to change people's minds. Like, you know, as kids, they may not be able to do anything, but as this gang, as they eventually come to call themselves, Potentially, you can choose a name for your team, but like they can become known as the Phantom Thieves, and they go in and they basically try and force people um, through exposing and working through their issues internally within the person's mind. They they try and force them to experience a change of heart, and then essentially out themselves for their wrongdoings and kind mm-hmm. of repent. Um, And you could, you know, you could probably run a whole philosophy course on the ethics of that particular style of uh, coercion. But at the end of the day, you know, it's just kids trying to change the world uh, and, you know, make it a better place for themselves and for their friends. Yeah. It sounds like a Japanese inception. (laughs) Kind of. Um, Plant the memory. Plant the thought. It's... um, it is one of those things where it's kind of difficult to um, discern, um, you know, the, the the way they explain things, the way that they talk about things. Um, you kind of have to sit there and think about it a little bit. And you're like, huh, okay. I mean, I guess I can kind of follow this a little bit. And, of course, they have the idiot Ryuji who has no idea what anybody's talking about. So you don't feel bad if you kind of like, wait, I'm kind of confused, too. <laughs> um yeah, Ryuji just wants to uh, punch the bad guy right in the face, right. and uh, he's usually pretty good at that. <laughs> right. Um, you know, uh, something else that... Um, well, I lost it. Shit. Um, I was going to tell say one more thing about the game specifically um, in terms of storyline. Oh, yeah, okay, so there's... You move on from... Oh, 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 oh. So... You know, Kamoshida was their target, and then they move on and like, well, we have this ability, we should use it, you know, and and try to try to find, you know, another target, and so they end up finding other targets, and and other people end up joining them because of you know the the you know who the target is around, um, but uh, they they start finding out that there is another group or entity that is also able to enter the metaverse and um but instead of stealing the treasure um they are killing the the host basically so in in you know we were talking about kamashita so he's in you know he there is a 
you know, version of him in his mind, in his castle, in his, um, uh, they call it a, um, oh my God, palace. They call it a palace or the, you know, these palaces. And so he's in there running it. You know, there's a version of him, how he sees himself is in there. Mm -hmm. Well, we find out that if you kill the owner of the palace in the palace, they die in real life. And so um, they're called mental, the, the, they're calling, they call them mental shutdowns or mental breakdowns. And um, so there's this other group that have been, that were going in to the metaverse and going into the people's palaces and killing their palace representation to get them out of the way. Basically it's, there's no way of, you know, it looks like they just, you know, kind of spontaneously die, you know, a stroke or a, you know, or something. And, and, um, so it's sort of like a, you know, perfect crime. You can't figure out who did it. And so there are these, there's this group that's kind of trying to gain popularity in the media, calling themselves the Phantom Thieves. And then there's this other group that's using the Phantom Thieves. Um, you know, they know they're using the metaverse as well. And so they're trying to, they're, they're trying to kill people off and then blame it on the phantom thieves. So the phantom thieves are pretty much kind of on the run, trying to not be um, discovered. Mm -hmm. And there's this um, high school detective who's apparently really good at what he does. And um, classic anime trope of yeah. the high school detective. But yes. And he, you know, he's, he's somehow close. Somehow he's finding evidence and he's quickly closing in on, um, you know, who the phantom thieves are. Uh, and so you're trying to make sure that, you know, you're not being too suspicious around him, but at the same time, you know, can carry out your mission. Um, so some weird, some little nuanced things about the game is we talked about how, you know, it's, it's day to day and there's a calendar. Well, you, for instance, you have a run in with Kamoshida at one point and, I think Ryuji strikes him and, you know, um, he decides, Kamoshida decides to blackmail you and say that if you don't do X, Y, and Z, I'm going to, in three weeks or two weeks or, you know, 10 days or whatever it is, we're going to have a, we're having a faculty meeting and I'm going to tell them all about what is, what you, you know, what you're doing. There won't be any way for you to prove that you, you know, you know, that you won't, you're a kid. They're adults. You're not going to be able, you know, your voice doesn't matter. They're going to trust me. You're going to be expelled, suspended, arrested, you know, something like that. And so you have to change his heart. You have to, you know, bring about, bring upon his change of heart before that day. So everything is, is, has an, ex, you know, has a, um, every time you meet someone new and gain a new target, this is what happens. You learn more about them. Or, or, you know, this or that. And, um, you know, you have to change their heart before a certain date because then otherwise something will happen. Um, I actually found out later that there are a couple times where the game actually ends if you don't um, do a couple of a certain couple of things in the correct, you know, at the, at the correct time or in the correct order. Um, like if you if you if you miss your your expiration time or, you know, you you don't do what you need to by the, the by that date. Um, the game can actually end. So, um, 
Yeah, it's kind of an interesting, like, that was one of the things that I, I sort of, like, typically I don't really like time limits too much, but this game is is relatively forgiving with the time limits, but it is there to kind of, you know, make you feel that time crunch or that pressure, mm-hmm. which, you know, lines up nicely with the fact that, you know, really this game is just kind of a weird amalgamation of a bunch of different genres but it's basically just kind of a time management sim sort of at the end of the day. It's sort of like, how do you live your life and develop your relationships with the people around you while trying to, you know, squeeze in this like, <laughs> like city changing <laughs> plot line of, you know, kind of a Robin Hood esque st- band of uh, mm-hmm. misfits sort of trying to yeah, act as the, the phantom thieves while not getting caught and expose this other group. And so it's like, you know, you're just spinning all of these different plates. Um, and I thought that was kind of a, uh, an interesting, like, I've never really played a game quite like it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess my thoughts on it, um, you know, it was fun. Um, I will admit it's obviously very long um, and you feel like you do a lot, but you don't really get very far sometimes, you know? Um, and I wasn't a huge fan at the end of the game when I realized that I couldn't go back and, you know, heighten any of my, you know, I'm a, I'm a completionist. So I right. want to be able to create the highest level personas. I want to be able to, um, you know, uh, max out my friendship with everybody. Um, I, I started having to make decisions. Did I want to see what happened after I, you know, made on my girlfriend and could go on dates with her? Or did I want to see what would happen if I made, um, uh, you know, Sojiro's uh, girlfriend, you know, dead girlfriend's daughter, my girlfriend, um, who was living with him, you know? Uh, so, like, you know, there's, you have to choose what you use your time for. And, and um, I think that's really a central theme. Like that's a key point to the whole game is like, that's kind of like, it's forcing you to choose things and make decisions and then live with the consequences, which is right. like, that's the thing. Like it's all kind of a, a commentary on how we choose to sort of live our lives and spend mm-hmm. our time. And yeah, like you said, it's, it's definitely not the kind, it's definitely not a, a game for completionists. And I kind of struggled against that too. Like I was constantly like, oh man, should I do this or that? And and then eventually I just kind of learned to accept it and sort of go with the flow and thought it was kind of interesting to be playing an RPG where, you know, there are no simple binary right or wrong choices. Like it is kind of just, you know, you mm-hmm. wake up and it's like, well, what do I feel like my character is going to do today? <laughs> or like, how are they going to, like, what part-time job are they going to work at? You know, <laughs> so it's right. kind of like the Sims on steroids with a realistic um, time limit. The battle theme is, the ba- the battle style is, is turn-based. Um, you know, you have a melee weapon, you have a gun, <clears throat> um, you have, and you have um, your personas. Um, your personas can use moves that either, you know, they can use physical moves that will, you know, physically strike an opponent and it, it requires HP. Um, and your, you have like special or, um, elemental abilities, um, that require SP. Um, and 
SP is really hard to come by. Um, you know, they throw uh, health items at you, and they're easy to come by, and, you know, you can buy them at the wazoo. But when your SP is gone, I mean, you're sort of screwed. Um, you know, the some enemies have resistance or immunities to physical damage. And so if you run out of SP, you know, you're kind of up shit creaking, you know, without a paddle. Um, so even in battle, you have to make specific decisions as to, do I need to, do I want to use my SP? Because generally those are the higher, you know, um, those moves can sometimes, um, hit multiple opponents or cause special effects to make the battle easier go quicker these sorts of things so you really have to discern when you want to use that and when you can you know um you know when you don't need to um other things um especially when you're in the inside the palace exploring um the only way you can save is if you find a safe room so this is a playstation 4 game and there's no auto save and there's no i'm gonna stop right here and save because my dinner's yes. ready it's it's, yep. it's literally a classic uh you know jimmy come down to dinner one second mom i gotta find a place to save yeah um, and yeah that was definitely one of my biggest complaints of the game too yeah it's, uh, it's not um, great about respecting your time sometimes and so if you're in the palace um i, I believe if you level up your SP goes back up to 100 and, and HP go back up to 100% for that character. Um, don't quote me on that. I don't quite remember, actually, now that I think about it. Um, but I'm pretty sure that's what that was the case. Um, so, you know, if you level up, then you're good. But the only other way besides items to, like, heal is you have to actually leave the metaverse and then come back, which will take a day. So, you know, you just have to be really careful as to how often you're going into the metaverse, what you're doing. How you know? Because that takes your whole day. When you leave the metaverse, you don't get to go back. You don't get to. Uh, you go straight to bed, basically, for, and then your evening's over. So, um, yeah, that that was probably my biggest, probably biggest complaint is the fact that, um, uh, the save thing. Um, and then, the. <laughs> I was thinking about this the, uh, the other day, trying to decide what all I wanted to say specifically. And it's just really strange how they literally make every female character that you come into contact with, all the ones that you can talk to, they make them literally as hot as possible. <laughs> like they make them as please, pleasing to the eye as possible to make you, the player, want to invest your time with them. You know, they, they are friendly they like you. They say nice things about you. They they really care about you, and they you know they're literally the best possible people, you know that you could kind of hope for you know hope for, sure, you know you like yeah. you like all of them. You know you don't really right. like, dislike really any of these female characters, and so they yeah, hypersexualize kind of the all of these characters. Aspect yeah, of it. They hypersexualize sure, yeah. all these characters, even though you're saving them from 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 like you know uh sexual assault essentially they're like i don't want you to be sexually assaulted by this person so that i can sexually assault you later like that's <laughs> it's it's just so weird how they in in one breath they're saying you know this is super wrong like literally literally they say in the first the first palace 
is a guy like is is a pedophile teacher who's 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 forcing their his female students into like sexual activity just so they can stay on the team and you know be you know able to compete and these sorts of things to the point where you know one girl tries to end her life to get out of the situation because there's nothing else for her and then in the next breath you're trying to date someone who is a journalist for a well-to-do newspaper and she literally talks about we shouldn't be doing this because <laughs> it's illegal you know you can date your teacher who is a <laughs> that's a really awkward uh you uh, you and ryuji and a couple of the other guys find out that there's this maid service that you can call them and they can clean your your house or apartment or whatever they come in in like the typical like you know french maid outfit and they have to do whatever you want them to do and they they specifically mean what you're thinking i'm saying when i say this and so like let's go all let's let's find an apartment rent it for the night and we'll hire this person and we'll go have these on it and they're just gonna you know have fun with a maid and it turns out to be you know their teacher that comes and then you can have a whole conversation you know a whole relationship with this person where you call her and she comes to your house dressed in her maid outfit and cleans her room your teacher is cleaning your room and calling you master and so it's just like right some of those you become a good enough friend with her she does it for free (laughs) yeah yeah and and i think that's yeah like some of those things like i think you're like you're hitting on something that it's like maybe you as the player would not be comfortable you know with some of those things and i think that's Mm -hmm. kind of I won't say that that's necessarily a point that the game is trying to make because I do think some of it is just the traditional sort of like anime tropes and kind of a sort of a cultural thing, but that's a bit of an excuse for behavior that's kind of, uh, you know, like that's that is a little bit like sort of fan servicey, you know, like that's a sure. term that gets thrown around with a lot of stuff. So I I do think the game is guilty of doing that. But I also think at the same time, it does kind of make you think as the player, you're like, oh, like, hmm, you know, maybe these shouldn't be the relationships I should be pursuing as this character. Like, the choice is always up Mm -hmm. to you. Like, it doesn't really force any of those elements on you in any capacity. And I think that's kind of, maybe that's purposeful. But I, I don't know for sure. It could just be, like you said, it could just be the game's a little weird and fan servicey, and I think that's probably a little mm-hmm. true and, um, and i do, do want to say it has other good things to say about that those, yeah you know i mean i, I do want to say well. that that those you entering those relationships even if they're technically illegal are consensual it, you know i mean so there is that little bit of a difference there you know one is obviously sure. not and then one is but i mean obviously you know illegal is still illegal whatever you want to say but um overall i'd probably give the game a seven out of ten um specifically due to its, its length and um this the sometimes i feel like i'm being forced to do things that i don't quite want to do um in terms of um you know making certain decisions when i want to make them or or i mean obviously yeah. that's the game itself but like i feel like it moves a little faster than i want it to at sometimes and a little too slow for me at other times yeah. um you know i'd like to go at it go at it at my own pace a... and kind of uh-huh. yeah um, 
but obviously, you know, they did what they wanted to do. And, you know, though that pacing is obviously on purpose. Um, and so, um, I guess that my, my last reason why I think it's, it deserves a seven out of 10 is that the only thing that I don't like, uh, the, there's a, there's a big chunk of things that I don't like about games that, um, require you to input a, a, a response or a choice. And those choices that you pick aren't exactly specific enough for my liking. Oh, it's more, you know, yeah, like you pick a say, general kind of theme or emotion or like yeah. short snippet rather than exactly like word for word what and, the protagonist says. And I feel like that makes it difficult for me to actually officially choose what I'm actually trying or wanting to say. You know, like yeah. if I go into a situation and I I might say the wrong thing and on might get mad at me and I might not be able to kiss her while we're on the, the, the Ferris wheel. You know, uh, which 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 well, actually happened. That's just your life, buddy. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, is that they she says like, yeah, I, I don't remember I exactly don't. what the specific scenario is, but does this dress make me look fat? And you don't get a straight yes or no. You're like, <laughs> you know, or or you get like a little phrase that doesn't quite say yes or quite say no, and you know, you're not really sure. You know, if you want to, you know, if you're wanting to be mean and say yes, that dress makes you look fat. You might say yes, but then she'll just say, you know, it'll 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 play off as like a joke and she'll just laugh it off. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, you you might think that yes means, oh, that means that I'm going to you know insult her that I think she looks fat because she's a model. She she goes and, you know, she does modeling, you know, after school. And so obviously her looking fat would probably not not be a good thing. So, you know you say no because you're wanting to be nice. You say yes because you're wanting to be mean, but then it doesn't actually turn out that way. So you're not really sure exactly what you're saying, even though you're given the option and that, that I don't like, um, if they're going to give me options, they're going to change around. Right. But if, if, if there's options and it's going to change, um, I would, I would have loved to be able to take back some of my decisions and say, no, that's not what I was going for. I meant, I thought that meant, you know, a di- you know, something different, but you know, um, so, Oh, okay. One other thing that makes it a seven, and this is just a pet peeve of mine. He doesn't have, but guardian level of lines. Yeah. Not a, not a there voice is, there is a basically. voice actor that has lines for your character and he mostly makes noises and that's it. Like he doesn't actually usually say words. And if he does, it's just like a very small phrase or just a word or two. And I like just, game. I just hate that. I hate it so much. If, if you're not going, if you're not going to have any cutscenes where people talk, that's fine. If you're going to have cutscenes where people talk, People talk to you. People ask you questions, and you don't. And I don't get to hear a response. I just think that that is a huge missed mark. I just don't understand why they, why some of these games don't have, you know, you know, they don't have your actual interaction as your character. You know, um, I just, 
I just don't ever, I, I don't understand it. I just don't get it. I don't like it. Um, it's supposed what, to, I, I, what? What What if your um, tiny floating ghost companion talks for you? <laughs> I, I think that's almost a little worse because I think that he's <laughs> um, manipulating me. I know sometimes he makes no. it seem like yeah. we're like really. Uh, like I dumb think I must destiny. not be able to just real quick a podcast health check. I'm not hearing anybody. Yeah. If you're, um, I'm talking to Jared right now. Leave me alone. No, I, I see Jared's <laughs> line yes. moving, but I can't hear him. The same. Um, I'll okay. come back. Jared, can you hear me? I can hear you now. Again. Okay. Um, I, wonder, I wonder how long that was going on for. <laughs> it, it's been it's been going on for a while. Um, oh. I actually Jared said something a little bit ago, and I responded to it, and um, I just I heard him still, so I didn't care. Um, Is that why no one responded when I said it sounds yep. like Japanese Inception? Yep. That's what I I, I responded. Oh, yeah, I did not hear that. <laughs> yeah, I hope you. Probably. Add a laugh uh, track in or something. That. <laughs> <laughs> a very obvious laugh track. Here, that yeah. the 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 laugh that we all just had. I'll add. Yeah, that everyone, <laughs> quick fake laugh so we can cut it and add it later. Yeah, hear that. Aha. Um. T. So. um so to summarize brandon though i think the real most important thing to realize about this game is that it in fact came out six years ago because i can do basic mental math thank you very much god damn it I knew eight years was too long. Yeah. Yeah. I, the more I thought about that, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, no, that's six years, Tyler. <laughs> you can do math. Oh my God. Um, yeah. All in all, you know, I'd give it a seven out of 10. If you like um, games that are specifically paced for you, if you like decision based games um, with a little bit of, um, you know, breakup of the monotony, um, you know, where there's battles and things like that. Um, you know, uh, the battles are interesting because um, they're turn-based, but you don't know whose turn it is next. <laughs> they don't. There's not like a uh, a meter saying whose turn is next. Um, I think there might be a way of figuring it out, but it's not very. Um, I never used it. I never. If there, if there was, I never saw it. Um, story was good um, overall. Uh, it took me a little while to get the. Uh, get used to the animation style. Um, probably the first time I was sitting there, I was like, "What the fuck, Tyler?" Yeah, Tyler, what the fuck? What game I, am I, I see, playing? I, yeah, Tyler, I was what have you asked? Yeah, me to play? and I, yeah, I guess I honestly am a little bit surprised. Like I remember, yeah, your initial reactions, and I guess to explain like why I thought that you would get into it pretty quickly was you had kind of mentioned that you'd been, you know, getting a little more like watching some more anime and getting a little bit more in animation. And in terms of like the actual style of that game. So like the combination of the art and music, like that was like, I thought it was a very visually and uh, like orally impressive game. And, um, 
So that that I wasn't sure if you would like that maybe the art style quite as much. Um, but then yeah, and then the other big thing was just you know story and everything else aside. Maybe that's a little different than something else you'd ever played before. But I kind of thought you would really enjoy the persona and battle system aspect of it, mm-hmm. which was you know kind of your it traditional. Reminded me a lot Pokemon of like Paper Mario, or like yeah, or like Paper Mario, like it's Paper Mario was, it's like a was kind really of a, what it reminded me of a stylized take on the traditional jrpg uh, or japanese mm-hmm. rpg system um so i don't know I thought why it was didn't different. you cool. say what rpg stand stood for if you said what j uh, stands well, for you know we've we've covered <laughs> role-playing games before but there you go japanese role um so i guess that concludes uh what year and a half long game <laughs> so what do we do now but start it again um we so i guess just maybe a real quick recap um i picked kingdom hearts for evan last time evan picked star wars for jared jared picked um specifically jedi fall stories. order yes <laughs> there's Sorry. lots of star wars games he had to play them all <laughs> um jared picked stories paths of destinies for nick which i've played now it's kind of fun um nick picked um uh, Iron Maiden for Iron Tyler. Fury, rather. Iron Maiden for <laughs> Tyler. Um, and then Tyler obviously picked uh, Persona 5 for me. Um, hopefully, Tyler will not pick <laughs> such a quite a long game for, for Jared. <laughs> um, but hopefully, Evan will pick a really long game for Tyler now. So what we've got is um, I'm picking for Nick. Evan is picking for Tyler. Jared is picking for me. Um, he, so, uh, he got lucked out. He doesn't have to play Minecraft. <laughs> um, Nick is picking for Evan and Tyler is picking for Jared. So I don't want to go first. So we'll go up Tyler. All right. Do you have a game for Jared to play? I do. And to just to rub extra salt in the wound, uh, should Jared not care for this particular game? He should know that he can go online and look up a guide, and the game can be beaten in 18 minutes. Uh, (laughs) And that will be a throwback to another episode where I've mentioned this before, um, but my game is going to be The Outer Wilds. Not The Outer Worlds, but The Outer Wilds. Um, It's on sale right now, so it's, like I said, it can be about as long or short as you want it to be. And although I know you, you know, you're not a big fan of like uh, crafting or survival sim games, this, although it is kind of like a sandboxy game, it's a lot more story focused. Um, There's no really crafting or mining or anything. You're just kind of, um, you know, it's really just this adorable and really, I think, very moving story. Like it's probably one of the most impacting games I've played in decades. It's all pretty succinct, and uh, yeah, hope you'll like it as much as I did. Yeah, that's been on my list since you gushed about it um, when you first finished it on the podcast. Um, so I'm excited to try that out. Just based yeah, on... I'll be honest. I, I just I had to have it's like somebody else in our group <laughs> needs to play that game and uh, and see if it'll be fun to talk about if our experiences of it or like the way we have like kind of arrived at solving puzzles. I'll be really curious to compare notes. See what you think. We'll have to fit it in between uh, Horizon and uh, Witch Queen. <laughs> yeah, 
And uh, Destiny Shiva is coming out next week. Even without guides, it should then, uh, talk smite? in uh, Smite. Yeah, Smite. Smite. Uh, Nick, do you have a game for yes. Evan? Uh, for Evan, Ooh. I chose Immortals Phoenix Rising. Uh, okay, I knew I had a feeling that's what it was going to be. Uh, I think between the writing and the uh, blood that it shares with the Assassin's Creed series, I think you will quite enjoy it. Sweet. What was the other game you were torn between? The the literature one. Uh, it was going to be the Lord of the Rings, Shadow of Mordor. Ah, uh, okay. Ooh, oh, I still choices. need to play that. <clears throat> I have it. I just haven't played it yet much. Um, Jared, you're picking for me. Do you have a game for me? So I have like five, uh, <laughs> and it, de- it uh, not to I- play all of them, but it depends on what your answers are. Oh, okay. So it's a uh, choose your own adventure, uh, Jared. I played a hundred. I pl- I played a hundred and thirty plus hours of a game where I had to make decisions. And... <laughs> Here's one more. Um, okay, so my thoughts were: I have one that I know is in your backlog queue, that is pretty much a straight linear first person game, that um, you don't have to worry about upgrading abilities or anything. So you just get to enjoy the experience. I have one that I know you like the you really like Detroit. So if another kind of decision based um, narrative style game, um, and then I just have one that is just I was looking through like games I've played that you haven't, and it's short and it's quirky. So I think you might <laughs> enjoy the humor of it. Okay. Um, and then I have a couple others as backups that are just whatever. But. Um, so those are the three is, I was. Does, does the when you said first person, do you do you mean? Sorry, single um, player. Oh, okay. I'm um, not trying to get you to play Witch Queen with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, I was thinking. Um, is there any way that that, that that's Uncharted? That will yeah. That one was that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I figured that one was Uncharted. Well, you know, I mean, the name of the game is you should pick. So, um, I'm if 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 you're wanting an input from me, I would say steer clear uh, right now of the um, Telltale type story game. Um, I would say not that one. If if you wanted my input, well, it's funny because it um, was just a because Telltale I, game. <laughs> well, I figured it probably. I figured it was probably like. Uh, Hopefully it wasn't Walking Dead because I'm not really a huge fan of, the, of that. It, it was. It was like the Wolf. No, Mind. it was season one of The Walking Dead, and I know you're not a big oh, okay. gory person, but well, like, there's not a lot of in there, and like, the reason I love that game so yeah. much is just because the relationships you make with the characters and like some of the decisions are so agonizing. But anyway, this narrows it down perfectly. So um, we're going weird, um, but short. <laughs> So it's called okay. the um, the Deadly Tower of Monsters. <laughs> and I believe it's been a while since I played. It was one of the first PlayStation Plus games that I downloaded when they were doing their free ones. And it's basically like you are the star of one of those 50, 1950s cheesy action sci-fi movies with the terrible... Um, uh, 
special effects and the whole not, but you're like on the movie set. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is another Atlas game. <laughs> uh, I don't know yeah, what that means. That's the, that's the publisher. Um, Persona 5. I mean, it is <laughs> They were the publishers. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> way less short <laughs> than Persona Five, but it's just kind of like I don't know. It's the I think the humor you will find humorous. Shoot, I might have to try this. This one looks. I'm I'm looking I'm looking at a. Uh, uh, I apparently it's on Steam as well. The gameplay itself uh, is just okay, very so there's actiony. A, there's a giant. There's a giant monkey, uh, ape, thing. And a uh, sucker fish, and uh, oh, okay, it's okay. just kind of a ridiculous is... fever dream. Oh, giant, giant ant, giant ant, and Bender. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah, just tie that into playing Earth <laughs> Defense Force, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> um, Evan, hmm. uh, you are picking for Tyler. Okay, so <clears throat> I was, I look, I, I, and I actually ended up copying off of what Nick did to pick a game for me, and I was flipping through Tyler's trophies to kind of see what he plays. Hmm. Um, <laughs> that actually removed a lot of games from my potential lists rather than, uh, than helped clarify. <laughs> ah, yep. Though there were a couple games in there, I saw he only had like 7% of trophies, and I'm like, well, maybe he hasn't done that. Um, Like, I was very tempted to say Assassin's Creed, or not Assassin's Creed. Um, Oh, my God. Oh, Second Son. That's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then I decided to go in a different direction, um, because I figured you might want something a little less... I don't know if linear is the word I want to use, but just something a little less direct, and you can... That gives you an option to kind of, I don't know, use different play styles, or if you want to uh, use, yeah, if yeah. you want to do some stealth, if you want to just cause mass destruction, you can do that too. Um, so I picked Watch Dogs Legion for time. Oh, good choice. Yeah, I had. That. Oh, I need to write that down. I had, uh, yeah, I had uh, Watch Dogs on my list to pick up at some point, and uh, yep, uh, like I said a while back, now I have no excuse not to make my uh, army of senior citizens and run around <laughs> and cause. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are, I mean, there are some pretty, there are some pretty dope senior citizens in that game. Um, though <laughs> I also, I, I recommend you find the beekeeper and have fun with them. And that is uh, all I yep. will say about That's that particular character. I also recommend you play with a uh, hardcore mode on. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow, what a great pick! Because it's also only fifteen bucks right now. It's seventy-five percent off. There you go, dude. Awesome. I'm like literally buying it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and be careful to not run over the parent of the agent that you got killed on the mission. Because that happened to me once. <laughs> oh no! How? Okay. Don't know how. I just <laughs> ended oh. up crushing someone, and like I did the uh, viewing thing. It's like, oh, this is the mother of the person that just died on the last mission. 
that, oh, that God. <laughs> oh no. That happened to be a couple times like it would say that someone was related to another character that I had either like someone in the story that I had either like assassinated or turned into the police. And it's like, oh interesting. Probably shouldn't recruit you then. You might not like me. Um Okay. So now I'm picking uh, for Nick, uh, which means that we are all probably picking for <laughs> Nick. Um, I'm currently going through your games right now, Nick, to see if there's any that... Um... Oh, God. 203, Nick? Other games. 203. Um... There's probably 100 like random things that were on PS Now that I tried for like 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I'm kind of seeing. You know, um, Jared, I'm actually a little bit surprised you didn't tell me to play Kana. I was that was one of my backups. Tell me to play Kana. Yeah, if oh, I couldn't okay. f- think, figure anything else, because I knew you would really like it. So yeah, and I I forgot that Mo- Monster Sanctuary came out. I think I need to try that. Um, I'm looking at Nick's games, thinking of all the games that I want to <laughs> play. Um, so. In terms of PlayStation games, Nick, um, have you the only one that I thought I saw I, I'd seen? Do you like like puzzle games at all? Probably depends on the puzzle. Um, um like basically, you come up to a to, up to a you know, it's like an open world game where you walk up to an area and you can you'll you'll have to kind of walk around to see what the objective is, and then kind of see what you're given, and you kind of have to discern what. The mechanics of is it the witness? You know, no, it is oh, the, the pathless. Uh, actually, that is one that, that I wanted to pick up because that was a uh... okay first try. <laughs> well, I thought this was going to go a little bit, uh, take a little longer. Um, I didn't see that on your list anywhere. Um, the only other game that I thought of that would might be fun was the only the only one I could think of that would be not on that was not on your list. Um, I was either going to make you play a Switch game or um, Age of Empires 4. A what? Uh, a Switch game. Um, I was going to see if there was a... Um, I, I don't know. I, I haven't figured out what Switch game yet, but I was thinking about maybe making you play like a... Um, uh, one of Because uh, the Switch has those emulators now. You know, you can play like Super Nintendo or, oh, yeah. or whatever on there. I was thinking about making you play a Super Nintendo game. Yeah, play... Uh a game that you can't beat because it was made 30 years ago with the intention that you <laughs> continuously feed quarters to it. Though I guess most of the right. emulators on there, you can create save states. Yeah. And it's really interesting. I was playing through um, one of the uh, original Mario games for the super Nintendo and you can actually um, rewind. So if you like fall off the edge, you can rewind uh, and yeah. try to jump I was, again. I think I was playing like donkey Kong uh just laying in bed watching random stuff on Netflix and then booted up uh, one of the Donkey Kong Country games and you can do the same thing um so quickly just to um recap um Tyler has chosen Outer Wilds for Jared Nick has chosen Immortals Phoenix Rising for Evan um, I am playing 
uh, the Deadly Tower of Monsters, thanks to Jared. Um, Tyler is playing Watch Dogs Legion um, from Evan. And then I told Nick to play The Pathless. Um, something I think we're going to do this time, um, if you guys are in agreement, maybe. Um, let's... Uh, last time what we did was we uh, we found out that some of the games are going to take longer than others um <laughs> and so we took so we t- we did it in chunks let's have a whole episode on us talking about our feelings on these um so we'll 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 um talk less about each game than i did this time hopefully none of the games will take 130 hours and feel like we need to talk about it for 45 minutes but um We'll, we're going to try to see if we can't uh, not necessarily finish all at the same time. That's what she said. <laughs> um, wow. But uh, um, we'll maybe talk about all the games after, to, you know, t- together after we um, have all finished. So anyways, we'll figure that out. And um, we'll talk about we'll it next year. <laughs> 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 Um, uh, yeah, another, yeah, so what, this is 219, yeah, but, um, we have a few minutes, um, really quick, um, Tyler and Nick, give us, like, a five-minute, I'm sorry, Jared and Nick, not Tyler, Tyler has not played yet, uh, Jared and Nick, give us a quick little, um, as I hit my mic, um, a little, you know, I don't know. Uh, initial reactions to Horizon. To so Horizon you play game. as Aloy and you hunt robots. <laughs> uh, that's the game. That's my party. Well, I mean, <laughs> is it is it is it prettier than the than the first oh, yeah. game? Like, have they have you noticed some differences from the first game? Um, how are the controls? Did any you know what have you noticed some some improvements from the first game? I guess it's game? been a a bit since I played the first one. Uh, Same. It is, like, in my memory, it looks just as good as the first one did. The controls are more or less the same. Uh, And I have struggled getting into the story as I just wander into an area with robots and steal all their parts to create arrows to go to the next (laughs) place to steal all of their parts. My issue is I'm like going super slow, like I'm going to a town and then like doing all the side quests before like they want me to move on. But I feel like I'm still kind of in the tutorial, like where they're still giving you weapons and stuff that you'll use later on. So like all these side Mm -hmm. quests are still beneficial because they're giving me more options to play the game later. So it'll take me probably a persona five level of hours to finish it completely but <laughs> no it's great but you can go anywhere you want and you can go back to different areas and you can complete it that is true you will. Yeah. yeah i think I'll i will have the same problem with the first one like i'll do a bunch of stories and then i'll like pick a section of the map to clear and yeah. then I'll, I'll probably have to put it down for a little bit and then do it for every part of the map until i get the platinum from what mm-hmm. I've seen on Twitter, the map is huge. Um, so you're basically you need you're trying to set up where I'm playing right now. You're trying to set up a way to get to the 
quote unquote forbidden West. Um, and once you actually get into the forbidden West, the map just explodes. Cause like you're in the U S and I think you're kind of in the Colorado, Utah area. Um, but then like, it's almost explodes enough that like you're covering like the whole West coast. It seems like so spoilers. It's huge. (laughs) I will say two things like to wrap up my thoughts. If you've never played the first one, they do a pretty good job of getting everyone caught up to speed um, right away mm. in the intro. Like that's like in the first couple of chapters of Harry Potter is always the synopsis of the free- previous. Pretty books. much, yeah. Or like an anime where like half of the episodes are like previously on. <laughs> um, Fifteen minutes of the twenty-five yeah. episodes. And then the second thing is something I saw on Twitter that I started to use, which. I haven't used a whole lot of, but it's still kind of interesting is you can turn on motion controls with the PS five controller. I'm not sure about the PS four, um, but you can use your controller to aim. Like if you were like mouse and keyboard, like where you can aim directly where you want with the mouse, you can do that with the controller. So then like, it's a little more, if you like that style and a little more direct than trying to like fiddle with the sticks, like you can still use the stick with the controller but it kind of gives you like more direct motion or aim. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah. And I know it's not unique. Like, you know, the Nintendo has been doing that kind of stuff for a long time, but it's kind of the first time I've seen it used with the PS five controller for a PS five title. Tis fun. Awesome. All right. Go play. I uh, really want to play. I really want to play the first one before I play. I almost one. made that your, game too i if 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 you, you had told me that you were having troubles figuring out because we play a lot of the same games and i was like well there are three or four games on my shelf right now that i haven't had a chance to play yet that i know you have so to make me play one of them that's why uncharted was one of them <laughs> yeah uncharted uh horizon um actually i think i have the first three horizon or uh, uncharted games and then the fourth one i think was free on yep. playstation or something i don't remember so i think i have it but uh jared hit us with the socials uh facebook small consolation podcast twitter at small con pod youtube small consolation gaming so i was um at dinner uh i mean i was eating dinner with my wife in our kitchen and um this evening and she um i don't remember exactly how it was but i i, I like made a weird noise she goes, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, nothing. So like, you made a weird noise. I said, yeah, I'm sorry, just being dumb and silly. And she goes, you're not silly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think she, I think it was a Freudian slip. But <laughs> I, um, uh, she's definitely sleepy. Wow. <laughs> uh, I think you might need to borrow Boba Fett's back to tank for treatment for that sick burn. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, uh, good night, everybody. Good night. I'd like good to night. leave. Get off my grass. <laughs> <laughs> Farewell. <laughs> <laughs>